With us today is Paul Zuber to give us an update of what the heck is going on in New York State. He is uh, with the Business uh, uh, Council of New York State, and uh, he makes sure he speaks out that uh, the businesses get the fair, fair shake. Uh, Paul, what the heck is going on? Well, um, John, I think, you know, you and I have had many talks about out migration and why people are are leaving leaving New York. And, you know, I, I was I was hopeful that when I saw the governor's budget and that the governor had put in language in her budget to deal with retail theft, putting some money to have task force, talking about changing some laws to make, you know, increasing some some of the criminal penalties and really trying to get at retail theft. Well, along comes a bill by a state senator, which seems to have the opposite impact. What she has decided to do, the state senator is Jessica Ramos from Queens, is she's decided, or it seems, or it feels like to me, to blame the employer for retail theft. So under her bill, it would require any retail employer to have to assess their store for violent crimes and risk of and have to develop and implement uh, protection plans for their employees. Um, It would require the employer to pay for safety training for their employees. And if it's determined that there was ever some sort of uh, crime or violent attack on uh, at the store, it would require them to pay for security guards. So just imagine if you're a small business, Um, you have like 10 people in your store. Now you're paying for training because you're not going to be able to do the training yourself. You're paying for potentially serious security upgrades. You're going to have to pay for potentially a security guard, which there are strict um, provisions in New York State law as to who can be a security guard. Right. So you you have to up. Yeah, they beat up the security guards. They beat they beat up the security guards. You're you're absolutely right. And they're beating up the cops. And and they're beating up the cops. And I don't. This is like victim shaming, John. This is this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen before in my life. You're basically taking the burden and placing it on the employer. And I don't understand why anybody would do this. You know, I, I hear all the time from these legislators, affordability, affordability. We want to keep people in New York. Well, how do you expect to keep a business in New York? Already, the, the Bodega Association which is a small business organization, has come out vehemently opposed to this bill because they say it's going to cost their members tens of thousands of dollars. And, and, and everybody listening to this radio show should understand that when you increase costs like that on employer, one of two things happen. Either they have to lay off employees or they're going to pass it on to the consumer. They're equating this bill to what happened in Buffalo. To me, that is absolutely disgusting. Because first of all, what happened in Buffalo was about a a young man who had some serious mental problems, who was who was a racist, who wore body armor and an automatic and brought in an automatic weapon to shoot people of color. And oh, by the way, Topps did have a security guard that day. He was a former police officer. He tried to stop the the gentleman who was shooting him and he got shot and killed. So I don't understand how this even I don't understand how this even relates to the bill. It, to me, it's just it, I, I just don't understand why Albany just doesn't get to the problem. Well, you know, I we told, can we can argue. Paul, yeah, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I told I no no, no I told uh, uh, today there was a uh, 
a couple of days ago, there was a, a bill passed, uh, and it was bipartisan, uh, that they're going to deport some of the uh, migrants that were ch- Chinese soldier types. And mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, 150 Democrats voted uh, de- uh, in Congress voted against it. I think they're yeah, deporting you know, them, but, but that's what's happening. And I, I told uh, uh, all the politicians in Albany, you know what I told them? Shouldn't we deport the, the migrants that are beating up police officers? Well, you know, McCann, it's, it goes to the here's, the, here's the ultimate problem, is, is for our politicians have to stop playing to the media, playing to certain segments of the, the political population and start thinking about common sense and what is right. Okay, you know, we can, we can debate why retail theft is going on until the cows come home. There's a lot, there's a lot of reasons. There's, there's some issues with some of the criminal penalties. There's an issue with not having enough cops. There's an issue with inflation. There's a lot of issues. But let's get at the issue. Don't put a bill in and all of a sudden blame the employers as if the employers, I don't know, wanted to have somebody rob them, wanted their employees. Or, and, and most employers, and, and having many, 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 many years ago worked in retail, I actually worked in Macy's and Howard Square at one time in my life. I was a white flower back then. They tell you not to engage anybody who is stealing. The store tells you there's OSHA provisions, which stores have to follow. They tell you not to engage somebody who is robbing. That is for security to handle. So, again, I don't understand why you're trying to pass a bill that would put huge costs on employers who – who, who have done nothing other than provide products to their customers and have not asked to be robbed, have not asked for someone to come in and, and do something that, that, that's violent or, or hurt their customers or their employees. But now we're passing the burden on to them. That's why people are leaving New York, because we don't have common sense legislation. We don't think about what it means to everybody who's living here why people are getting tired of this, why people want to go to cities like Atlanta and why people want to go to Florida and why people want to go to North Carolina because they have to deal with this insanity. Paul Zuber, at certain point, the the crap is going to hit the fan. I'm not allowed to say the other four-letter word on the radio. <laughs> so I use the word crap is allowed. The crap is going to hit, hit the fan because if people keep moving and they're replaced by people that... We have to, uh, we have, you know, the people that are moving are the people that are making a couple hundred thousand and above. And mm-hmm. we're, we're replacing them with people that we have to pay. Well, well we have to pay. And then here's, here's the, the worst part of it all is all these programs that many of the folks that are pushing these bills, all these programs that they want to fund that are, and frankly, are some good programs to help people who are less fortunate. Well, it becomes impossible to fund them if we don't have the tax revenue. But we're driving out our tax revenue. So it's it's just madness, and it's crazy, and it has to stop. Paul Zuber, thank you for keeping people informed in in New York City, New York State, what the heck is going on, and and, uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. All right. Thank you, John. You have a great day. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.